when I hit him there, it was like, I'm here. I wanted to focus all that attention on him and let him know I'm right here. If you act like you didn't know me before, here I am. Welcome, welcome to After the Bell. I am still Corey Graves. It is still Royal Rumble season. Don't worry, we got you covered. Joining me as he does each and every week, the Rip Wheeler to my John Dutton. That was a little Yellowstone reference for you there, Vic. Uh, he's the voice of NXT 2.0, Vic Joseph. I thought you were going to give me a major league reference because don't think I, uh, I'm going to let that shirt pass here really quick. That is a specific, beautifully done shirt. I'm going to sit up so that everyone can see that without the offensive part showing. Uh, it's a, it's like a top oh, baseball card. Oh, yeah. It's That's a great. full scene. If you've Where'd seen you the movie, that? I, I ordered it online, Vic. I, you know, I, got, I got a place. That's but nice I'm, I'm rocking my major league stuff. But I, I've been down a Yellowstone hole recently this week. You know, uh, Michael Cole is a big Yellowstone fan. He's been telling me to watch it for, I don't know, about a year now. And finally dove in, and I'm obsessed. Who, uh, who stars in that? Is that Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner. So that's on the list of us here in Orlando to watch. We're right now in the uh, middle of Big Sky. Big Sky, starring uh, Jinder, Jinder Mahal, as a matter of fact, in season two. So we're we're there. Yellowstone is next on the list. Yeah, Yellowstone has been uh, taking up most of my free time uh, over the past week or so. But we're not here to talk about Yellowstone. Watch that in your own time. On your own time, we're here to talk about all things WWE, Raw, SmackDown, NXT 2.0. But above all else, what everyone is buzzing about, the Royal Rumble, which is rapidly approaching two weeks from tomorrow. Crazy, if right? my math is correct, it is crazy. It is. It's, it's amazing. My parents always used to complain about how when you get older, time passes even faster. And I swear to God, I never believed them like I do now. I'm like, oh, we were just at the Rumble last year. And we're here again, kicking off the road to WrestleMania. Mega, mega, enormous, giant, super fight main event. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. We've got the challenger here on After the Bell today. We're going to pick the almighty's brain a little bit. Can't wait to chat with Bobby, see where his head's at as we approach St. Louis, the Dome at America's Center, which, Vic, you uh, just kindly informed me is where the NFL's Rams once played. Once played back in the day, but, I mean, that's it's such a – it's first time ever, you know, as, as we've, we always like to say, the first time ever. How cool is it going to be for those that are arrived to be in that dome? So much sports history for St. Louis. Talk about the Kurt Warner, the greatest show on turf, and Royal Rumble, and the energy, the main event you just talked about, the men's Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble, the grit couple, the it couple. It's going to be awesome. Not to mention, it appears as though we're going to have Seth Rollins of Ooh. Monday Night Raw infamy challenging the Universal Champion Roman Reigns, so much history between those two. I'm curious to see how this plays out over the next several weeks. But Vic, what everyone else is talking about, I mean, everyone's stoked on Lesnar, Lashley, the, the, the super fight for the WWE Championship. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page 
to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This past week, beginning on Friday Night SmackDown, we began to learn what the women's Royal Rumble field looks like. And man, to say there are some heavy hitters and a few blasts from the past, maybe we didn't expect. This has got a lot of people excited, Vic. Already on social media, you saw um, Summer Rae, Natalia going back and forth, playing old clips of uh, reality shows they were on in the past, which was cool. It's fun. That's one of the, my favorite things about the Royal Rumble is to see the Michelle McCool's return, whether it's for one night or not. Kelly Kelly coming back for one night. But there was a lot of buzz surrounding a current female in another company that is a champion. That, of course, Would being you care to elaborate, Vic? That, of course, being Impact Knockout Champion Mickey James. And look, outside of the fact of having a championship around her waist, everyone knows and can read social media. You go back how many months ago, there was no way Mickey James was ever going to step foot in a WWE ring ever again. And that's the cool thing about the Royal Rumble. You I mean, never say magnitude. never. Right. You never, never say, say never. never. You're absolutely right. And, and I mean, let's let's think. It's fun to speculate. It's fun to wonder what WrestleMania could look like, even at this point when you're you're just saying, wait, wait a minute, I never thought I, I would see Lita in another Royal Rumble match, or I would never see Mickey James in WWE again. What happens if somebody that we just named that that was, you know, you look at as maybe a, a nostalgia trip or a one-off, what if somebody wins the Royal Rumble match? What if you have Lita, who's already in the WWE Hall of Fame, somehow win the Royal Rumble match, and now Lita's headed to WrestleMania in the year 2021? It seems bizarre. It 2022. Seems like- Time has stopped for you in 2021. <laughs> no, it right. is fast forward, my friend. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I'll be doing that until at least March. Growing up, I could never figure out the changeover for the year at school until I had to write the date. That was when it was like, hey, dummy. The year changed, the calendar. Otherwise, I just wake up and I'm like, well, it's the day after yesterday. Years don't matter as a child. You're just worrying about where the next uh, sporting event is, the next uh, WWE show, and right. the next time you're going to get candy. Now I'm trying to slow them all down. But th- as this field takes shape, it's it's really exciting to think about the possibilities because it could go any way. We find out Charlotte Flair, the SmackDown Women's Champion, is entering the Royal Rumble match for the women, much like Brock Lesnar did several years ago as WWE Champion. Uh, Much like Roman Reigns several years ago had to defend the WWE title in the Royal Rumble match. It's it's a lot of variables because you figure we've been doing the Royal Rumble for, what, 35 years, 34, 35 years, something like that. There's new twists. There's got to be new new variables to to keep it new, keep it fresh. And I think this is a really cool head start. Uh, speaking only to the women's side of things, not to mention the guys as that field starts to, to develop and people start declaring, you've already got AJ Styles in there. I mean, you've already got a, a number of heavy hitters uh, from the men. You got uh, Sheamus has declared. I'm, I don't have the list in front Big of me. E. Big E. Big E just declared this past Monday. Guy who was WWE champion at the beginning of the month, beginning of the year. See? Ah, there you go. Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Let's talk about, let's dive into this a little bit, Vic. I, I've been, you know, making some disparaging remarks on television. Anytime Johnny Knoxville's entry into the Royal Rumble matches mentioned, because let's be honest, it's ridiculous, but it's fun. This is Johnny Knoxville, who is a celebrity who is known to get the holy hell beaten out of him 
for a living. I mean, that's what Jackass has historically been. You know, skateboard videos to just the bloopers to do the most ridiculous things you can do. It's fun to me. I, maybe because I'm just a, I'm a Jackass fan. I have been for, for many years. I think it's really cool anytime somebody of that ilk crosses over. Uh, and I think it could be fun. And Johnny Knoxville may end up taking the biggest bump of the night. You can think he's going to, right? I, I mean, I hope so. I would. I want to see. Is Omas in the Rumble yet? He's got to be at some point. I don't think he's officially I mean, let's, declared. Let's think about that. Uh, it, it, someone like Omas or uh, Commander Aziz, anybody, some monster scooping up Johnny Knoxville high above their head and Whoosh. chucking him unceremoniously into the third or fourth row. Onto the rest of the jackass crew that'll probably be in attendance. Great, great. Just wipe them all out. Human, hu- I, got, I got a stunt for you, jackass. Human crash pad. <laughs> Knoxville's going to be on the ring, and you better just just lay your boys around the, uh, the outside. I don't know why that one broke me, but I actually have tears coming out of my eyes because <laughs> human crash pad. It's a great idea. It, it's, it is a great idea. And look, the, the, the celebrities that come into WWE, they don't necessarily always get into the ring. I mean, there are certain occasions. When it comes to the Royal Rumble specifically, I can only think of one. He's a Hall of Famer and also a Clevelander, Drew Carey. Oh, you, you Cleveland people stick together worse than, than you know, Pittsburgh. Try to, I try really, to shoehorn it in. I guess anytime the, the I great, can. Great Clevelanders are few and far between. I okay, understand. now you're taking some cheap shots. But I do want to talk about one of my favorite things about the Royal Rumble because we talked about uh, Mickey James and, and the fact that she's coming over from Impact. It's not unheard of. People on social media think it's it's the newest craze. It's not unheard of. You go back to like 1997, Mil Mascaris and the Latin lover who is, I don't know, for uh. some reason had Playboy bunnies on his on his gear. They came out and uh, I think I think they were affiliated with AAA. Someone's going to have to correct yeah, me on that or, or me. check me yeah. on that. But that happened in 97. And you can go back to. 95 or 96 when other superstars were crossing over and, and jumping into to the ring. You know me, Vic. I, I can't remember years for any It was uh, from New Japan, excuse me. It might have been 94, but all of a sudden you saw Japanese superstars entering the ring. I had no clue who they were. Sure. Well, and, and remember even, I, I'm again, I'm not sure of the exact time frame. It was Attitude Era. Uh, the Michinoku Pro guys came in. Taka Michinoku, uh, Funaki. Uh, Dick Togo, for God's sake, they all showed up and had significant runs. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but it was cool. I don't know if they all appeared in the Royal Rumble match, but in it, like, I, of course, what always stands out is Taka taking one of the worst landings in the history of the Royal Kaboosh. Rumble match. I believe it was at the Garden. Uh, yeah, over the top rope and uh, landed really. I think The Rock won that Royal Rumble, as a matter of fact. Now I'm thinking I, I don't about know, it. But I'm it's just, always exciting. I'm diving down you, the hole. You truly don't ever know who's going to show up to you. You mentioned Mill Mascaris, man. That's yeah. not, that's not just some run of the mill guy who's having a decent time on the Indies. That, that guy is a, a, a legend, a bona fide Mexican, like a God, you know what like I mean? He's going to have he's a trans- statue one day put up of him outside of a Coliseum. Right. He's, he's transcended the business from, from that respect. Now you've got Mickey who is a reigning champion in a different company who is declared and will be part of the women's Royal rumble match. It's unusual, but it's not unheard of. Uh, if you think back a few years, a guy we just mentioned a few moments ago, the very first time the WWE Universe had a chance to lay eyes on a particular phenomenal superstar, AJ Styles, who was, had never stepped foot in WWE, shows up in the Royal Rumble match in Orlando. I remember being in the building thinking, this is nuts. This is absolutely insane. AJ was the one guy who was never going to be here. And here he is, and we all know what AJ's done since. Yeah, what he had put together a Hall of Fame career. Yep, sorry, go ahead, Dan. A little bit of trivia here uh, as far as reigning champions coming over. In 2001, uh, Haku, while he was currently the WCW Hardcore Champion as Ming, 
came over. He was on a per appearance deal with WCW, showed up in the 01 Rumble, and WCW never mentioned the hardcore title again. Interesting. See, as you mentioned, Vic, unusual, but not unheard of. I got I to gotta say, uh, Dan, when Raw 2 came out on Xbox, Haku is my favorite superstar to play with. I have no reason why except for the big hair. That's the only reason that brought me to him. So he was tapping with uh, Rikishi, I think. Oh, man. what? Whew, go down a rabbit hole with that. Sorry, Graves. You know, I'm a oh, goldfish. Go. I just go right and left sometimes. Enjoy your rabbit swimming. hole, Alice. I'm just here for the ride. No, let's get back to the to the point on hand. He talked about AJ Styles. Obviously, on NXT this past Tuesday, had a phenomenal main event match with Grayson Waller. You get to see him every single Monday. I thought it was cool for AJ Styles, for me personally, to be there in the performance center competing with NXT superstars. Because one thing he's always said is he never had to, quote unquote, go through the NXT process, much like you had to and others. And it was something he told us that he missed out on, that he was proud and happy that he got to come down to NXT and perform in front of the NXT universe is something he cherished for for a small couple of weeks. And I I think that's cool for a superstar of his caliber to come back and give back. Because that's what it's that that's what it's about at the end of the day. Oh, totally. And it's a it's a proving ground, once again, is what NXT 2.0 looks like to me from the outside. It's a proving ground. You have someone like AJ Styles show up and mix it up with Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller gets to soak in the bright lights of Monday Night Raw in small doses for several weeks. It, it's it's a process. You mentioned it, you, you referred to it as the NXT process. And I think that's the best way to describe it because it is a process. You come in and, and despite what you know, you get to NXT and you realize I may know a lot. Or I may know nothing at all, but man, do I have a lot to learn. And think about this. We're talking about AJ Styles. AJ Styles has such a strong respect for this business and love for all aspects of it that AJ Styles, at the level that he is, a surefire WWE Hall of Famer, a Grand Slam champion, still takes time because he enjoys and appreciates what NXT add to a superstar. And there's a weird way of looking at it. I mean, granted, AJ Styles has competed at the the highest heights of this game, right? What is AJ Styles going to learn coming to NXT 2.0? You ask any veteran that's worth their weight in this business, if you step into the ring, you should learn something every night. Good, bad, or indifferent. Maybe it's what not to do. Maybe it's something I'm going to try out and never ever, you know, uh, acknowledge ever again. Maybe it's going to be a colossal failure. Maybe it's a wild success, but you try things out, you learn, And that's the beautiful part. And that's why I think AJ Styles is looked upon with such adoration and respect because AJ respects and loves this as much as anybody. One of the things that stood out had nothing to do with the show for me. It was after he went around to everyone that was in NXT and from the NXT universe and showed his appreciation for them coming out, took pictures, signed posters, high fives. That's unheard of. You know, in in some places, a lot of a lot of superstars, you know, they don't have the time. They're being rushed to something. Security comes out, pulls them. AJ wanted to soak in that moment this past Tuesday. And when asked afterwards on a digital exclusive, are we ever going to see you back? He said kind of what we talked about with the Royal Rumble. Never say never. Never say never. Indeed. Great Justin Bieber song, by the way. Oh, my God. Why do you have to ruin it? I was having so much fun this morning with you. I was in. in You know what? You you deep down miss me sometimes because when I get a text message walking through the airport, Carly Rae Jepsen just came on. I hate you, which means you love me. I hate you that I know this. Is that a true or a false statement? All of the above. I mean, it's true. I That is not a, a, a factoid that I am proud to know. 2002 came on the other day by Anne Marie, or Anne Marie whoever sings it, and, and I was singing it, and I was thinking, man, this is what Graves and I would sing in the car, and by we, I mean me. 
I drove home from Philadelphia after Monday Night Raw in dead silence for nearly five hours, all by my lonesome, and it was glorious. Well, that doesn't surprise me. But it, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. There were a few times where I missed the crew and the debauchery and shenanigans that would occur from time to time in between cities. But why are we talking about the road, Vic? We should be talking about the road to the Royal Rumble, which is rapidly approaching. Roman Reigns will defend his Universal Championship one on one one more time with Seth freaking Rollins. Now, this this brings to mind. Obviously, this is going to be an exciting match. We've seen it in the past, but these two have incredible chemistry. They've got so much history. It's no doubt. It, it might actually steal the show. As excited as I am for Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, for the spectacle that is, for my money, I'm, I might bet that the best match on the show will be Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. It's interesting you talk about the chemistry they've had because we haven't seen them compete one-on-one, I don't think, in a couple of years. Right. It's been a long I time. I you got to go back to like 2019. Right. Both have evolved so drastically weird. as competitors, as as characters on screen this is not the same seth and roman that you would have seen several years back no and and that's odd because we always talk about repeat matches and and retreads and it's something that's fresh to a new set of eyes that hasn't watched wb programming or tuning in for the first time listen this if you have any sort of run in this business you're going to have rematches okay and i've been critical on this show of like man i feel like we see the same matches a lot of times but on a on a long enough timeline you're going to have rematches the difference is like i said this isn't seth rollins from two or three years ago. This isn't S.H.I.E.L.D. Seth Rollins. This isn't the, the baby badass of the S.H.I.E.L.D. that we knew someday would realize his potential and become Roman Reigns. This is the head of the table, the most dominant champion in all of WWE versus Seth Rollins, who is on another run right now. I get to sit there ringside doing some of the best work of his entire career over the past year. Rollins is the unsung hero of Monday Night Raw. I, I would say that with, with no hesitation. Seth Rollins is that dude right now. I think we're going to have a banger of a match come Royal Rumble for the Universal Championship. And I'm hoping that, you know, a couple things go right over the next few months because we talk about predictions, which you and I made predictions and tip the cap to you. It didn't take too long. It took about 29 days for your prediction to come true. I talked about the unification of the WWE title and the Universal title. And now we got all sorts of streams that are cross paths here because Seth Rollins is coming from Raw. He's showing up on SmackDown. Brock Lesnar is supposed to be in this match. He's Don't in this cross match. the streams, Vic. There's, there's streams are crossing. That was a Ghostbusters reference. Didn't get that one. That it, one went yeah, over my well, head. Then. That's why you're. Wow. That's my bad. But don't cross the streams. I totally derailed you. I totally you derailed you, and I feel often, bad. But you did. No, you don't take know. It now. You did I'm not go back get to my drink. Yeah, you just handled the coffee. But you're right, Vic. The streams are crossed. Lesnar's not finished with Roman. Roman and Lesnar still have an issue. I mean, as, as recently as last Friday on SmackDown, you see Heyman get dropped with a Superman punch. You've got Rollins in the picture now. You know Big E still wants his WWE championship oh, yeah. back. There are so many moving pieces and potential opportunities as we head toward WrestleMania. And, of course, you've got this man who has the opportunity to make a dream come true. He is the challenger to the WWE championship held by the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. He is the almighty Bobby Lashley. Bobby, the year was 2020, your first ever appearance here on After the Bell, and you made a statement. You made a declaration that at some point you had been dreaming of a showdown with the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. It is reality. January of 2022 the clash is finally happening lashley lesnar at the royal rumble 
what is going through your mind? Training, man. Um, training, man. Yesterday when I when I got back, my um, boxing coach called me up. He was amped up. He's like, "We gotta start training tomorrow morning. We're gonna hit it. All this stuff. He has like all the plans set up and everything like this." I was like, "Calm down, calm down." My boxing coach, I um, I did probably at least ten of my fights with my boxing coach, and he was hyped up. He's always like looking for people for me to fight, and he's always like this Brock thing. He was like, "Man, we can fight him in the boxing ring. We can fight him in the cage. We can fight him in a wrestling ring. We can do it all." Because my training stays the same. I, I, I still box. I still, I still do my jujitsu and I still wrestle. And then I, and then of course I, I do my strength and conditioning. So right now it's, it's going to be what, I mean, we talked about this uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago is, is that time for training? I think that's what people want to see. They want to see the preparation. They want to see how me and Brock prepare for a fight because ultimately that's what it's going to be. We're not going to be doing the Huracanas. We're not going to be doing any, um, it's not going to be so much of a pro wrestling match because both of us have that fight background. And um, and we have limited tools in our arsenal as far as what we do. So um, it's just going to be one of those, um, one of those gritty, hard fights that people want to see. And I think that's um, some of the guys on the MMA side, they want to see it. Some of the guys on the pro wrestling side, they want to see it. But everybody wants to see that fight. So I'm going to prepare um, put a little bit of weight on um, because over the last few months I was kind of like cardioing up a little bit more. We already talked about putting a little bit of weight on and and just kind of get our striking down. Because we've seen what Brock does in the ring. We've seen what he does. You know, Brock gets mad. Brock starts throwing punches. And if Brock starts throwing punches, we got to be prepared. So that's what it's about. So I think um, at this point, it's, it's um, the calm before the storm. But we're all into the preparation phase of things. What I can't help but notice as you're explaining all these different aspects of your training regimen, you're smiling. Bobby Lashley is <laughs> smiling as he's describing the work he is putting in to prepare for a fight with one of the most dominant athletes WWE has ever known. I want to I want to go back to January 1st, day one. We're in Atlanta. Bobby Lashley wakes up that morning thinking there's a fatal four-way for the WWE championship. As the day progresses, I told the story last week how no one knew what was going on. I was in the same locker room as you and MVP for most of the day, and, and we started hearing rumblings. Is Roman here? We don't know. Boom. Next thing you know, this match that you have dreamed of and begged for for years in yeah. some manner is now taking place because Brock gets added and it becomes a fatal five-way. What was yeah. your initial reaction when you found out you were about to lock, lock up with Brock way before you were ready? I was I, the first thing I said is I said get me out of the match. Really? I said it's a fatal it's, it's a fatal four way. Wow. Me and MVP could do something beforehand. Get me out of the match. Wow. Initially, people were like, "What? Like, are you scared of him?" No, I'm not scared of him. It's 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 a match where exactly what happened happened. He beat someone else and got the title. So essentially, he could say he beat me, Seth, Biggie, and Kevin. Right. Right, right, right. I mean, the match was five people. On paper, yes. And I was like, that's not the way this is going down. I said, get me out of the match. And they're like, nah, nah, you got to stay in the match. And I was like, all right. Well, the times when I do lock horns with him, it's going to be, it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get what I need to get out of it. So um, it was one of those things where there's a lot of people that were kind of like not happy about it. But I looked at it as, at first, get me out of the match. But if I'm staying in the match, then... Um, the interactions that we have with Brock, I have to make a statement. And you did. 
Because the first, the first interaction that the WWE universe would witness, and I use the word witness because it was a spectacle, was you putting Brock Lesnar through the timekeeper's wall. When you hit that and you got up, you could see it in, in your, in your eyes, Bobby, on your face that you were in it. You were in the moment. Did it become real in that instance where, okay, here we are. This is, this is what you've been asking for. Yeah, man, because you know what? The, this is one thing that I thought about when, it, when I was there. Because, and, and he said it, and he said it on, on Raw Monday. I'm not going to say piss me off because I'm going to keep this smile on my face. Um, this whole Bobby who. And that's what I told you before. There, there's not this whole, hey, you know, Brock, I'm so excited to, to get an opportunity to be in a ring with you and all this stuff. And that's bull. This is what it was. And this is what I told you before. For 17 years, or if you want to say 18, 19, 20, whatever you want to say, it's been a long time. He had an opportunity to get in the ring with somebody as equal or greater, and he chose not to so long. When I told him, I told him when I went out there, I said, you've been ducking me, man. You've been ducking me for 20 years. You have been. Because you knew that I was here. You knew I was capable of, and you just chose to choose your own path in a path that was not where I was at. I said, so when I hit him there, it was like, I'm here. I wanted to focus all that attention on him and let him know I'm right here. If you act like you didn't know me before, here I am. And that's what I try to do that match. I try to show him as many times as I can that I'm the guy that he should be coming back for. I'm the guy that he should be wanting to fight. If he claims to be the beast, he needs to beat me. No argument there. People can't see it right now, Graves, but I'm rocking back and forth because I'm ready to run through a fucking wall. <laughs> you know, just, just here, I'm like, yeah. Well, is it Royal Rumble yet? Because I am ready. LFG, let's go. You know what's cool also? Because I, I think I'm a little sinister. I, I, I told somebody before this, I said, you know what? When you fight, when you get in a cage and fight, they said, they said, what makes a fighter? I said, it's, it's not the ability to take a punch and be able to be okay with it. It really isn't. Because when you fight, you're going to take a punch. You're going to get hit. And people clam up, people do, and there's grit, whatever. I said, it's the ability to hit somebody hard and be okay with it. And, and a lot of people don't understand that. But if you're in a cage, you have those little four-ounce gloves on, my fist can peel your face when I hit you. And if you can be okay with it, then you can be a fighter. I was okay with it when I started fighting. And it, and it came me this kind of like, Euphoric feeling. That smile got even bigger. (laughs) (laughs) And ever since I've been back, you know, there's been that times where you stand face to face with somebody. And when I stand face to face with someone and I look in their eyes, I can tell a lot about you. I can read your whole entire soul. Brock doesn't have a soul. I stood in front of him Monday. And of course, there was some joking and everything going on, this, that, and the other. And that's really what I wanted to see. I wanted to stand in front of him. Because there, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with wrestling, the crowd, and all this and all that. You know, we're cutting promos, and it's like, oh, we're trying to entertain the crowd. When you stand in front of somebody, you look them in their eyes, you can read their soul. And every time when I looked at him and we locked eyes for a little bit, I said, This mother, this son of a gun does not have a soul. Brock doesn't have a soul. Brock can go out there and snap you, break your back, and him and his little security guard and Paul will walk out like it was no big deal, like it was just another paycheck. He has no soul. And that's what excites me. That excites me. Being in a ring with somebody like that, that's really not going to break. He's not going to crumble. He doesn't care. He doesn't care if he hurts you. He doesn't care if you hurt him. He knows how to fight. He's big. He's scary. I love all these things. And if you're a fighter in the challenge, 
that's the challenge you want. I welcome that. I love it. I, I, I love seeing how worked up and excited you're getting smiling from ear to ear talking about a man who has no soul, who will willingly destroy another human being. And that is exactly what you want, Bobby. It's messed up. Let's be honest. It, to those of us that are sane in the conversation, uh, okay, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't think any of us three, by the way, are sane in any, in any, in any form. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things but at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things but at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. Side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. We've talked about in the locker room in the past about just how you – enjoy combat it's not about being a badass or looking tough you enjoy the moment being in the heat of battle so much yeah. so that uh, a few weeks back we were messing around in the locker room and you sent a tweet to john jones that hey you want to grapple I'm, I'm game i believe it was doc yeah. holiday i believe it was the doc holiday yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. tombstone <laughs> gift i'm your Somebody huckleberry with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I could see your eyes light up when we were goofing around like oh you on a whim Bobby Lashley, WWE superstar, says, John Jones, one of the greatest fighters of all time, wants to fight. Hey, yeah, I'm, a, I'm in. Wait, there were no negotiations. There were no, no discussions. It was, you're that confident in your abilities as a competitor. What is it about fighting that fuels Bobby Lashley? It's just that, man. It's, it's um, I, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say anything bad here. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, that, it's that thrill seeker. You know, some people like jump out of planes. Some people get into it. There is something about fighting that is so natural to me. And it's like, it's like the purest form of art. 
when you go out there because it's not just two Neanderthals going, because that's the one thing I didn't like about fighting. I don't like going to watch UFC where the crowd's like, kill him, kill him, kill him, because they don't know what's going on. There is so much involved in fighting. When you walk into the cage, when you can feel the mat on your feet, when you can... When, when you're standing in front of a person that's like like right in front of you, the way that your mind like warps things. Mike Tyson's trainer told him this, and I, and I loved it because one of my one one of my best friends, my training partner, told me because you know I was getting ready for a fight. He said, you know, and he sent me this poem, and there was and the poem basically said, you know, when you're standing across from somebody in the ring, you look at that person. That person appears bigger. That person appears stronger. You build this person up into this huge Herculean figure almost in your head. And he said, what you have to understand is that person is turning around, looking at you thinking the same thing, but you're more real than what you're making him out to be. So if you think you're scared standing across the room from that guy, he's fearful, like crazy standing across from you because you look like everything that he's building you up to be. So that's just another part of fighting. There's so many different parts of fighting that deal with your mind and deal with your soul and deal with your everything that I, I just love it. I love training. And when I'm done, I'm shutting it all down because I can't do it anymore. Um, but when I go through my training, like I love my, like, like when my coach breaks me down to the point where I can't stand up anymore. It's just every aspect of it. It's just something that I've always just, I, I've loved, um, I can't even explain it in a certain way. So, so Bob, how long have you been out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I just heard Bobby Lashley give a love story to training. <laughs> Bobby just wrote a love story to training and combat. <laughs> That's what I just heard him poetically just put out there. The smile is my cover-up. <laughs> 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 a lot of people don't understand it, man. And, and just standing in front of somebody, like when I said, uh, when I was in front of Brock uh, Monday night, I was, I was, I was reading him and he was telling the joke and he was trying to get into character. But every time when he would come and we would lock eyes for a little bit, he would stop for a little bit and just pause and would look at me. And he would just let me know, I don't have a soul. The cool thing about it is like, there was a lot of things said, but there was a lot of things said, just me and him looking straight across from each other. And we had a lot of dialogue between us. And, and then when we went backwards, he was like, ah, oh, you know, it was cool. It felt good out there, but we had a lot of dialogue right here and it was it was awesome that's that's the thing i love about fighting he's gonna bring out something of me that that i don't think anybody else could i mean drew drew brought a level out of me because drew was somebody that wanted to fight seamus brought a level out of me because seamus is just somebody that's just dirty and rotten and likes to fight um brock's different and it's a different level it sounds to me like you're, you're looking at this very differently from any other WWE match you've had in the past. It sounds to me like we are getting Bobby Lashley fighter, not WWE superstar, just, just from the, the interaction and what you're explaining about you. And, and, and is Brock in the same mindset? Is Brock looking at this fight differently to your knowledge? You know, I got to ask this before. I, I, I got to ask, you know, if Brock has Roman over here and he has me over here, do you think he's distracted? No, Brock is, Brock is that, that guy on the, on the, on the park. That's a bully. And a bully is always going to be a bully. And a bully is never going to be scared. A bully is going to be this until he gets broke. Until he gets broke. I'll tell you the story real quick. Um, I was I was at the, the World Championships. And they had a, a pool of three guys. So you had to win your pool to make it into the tournament. And then you had to advance on. I ended up taking a silver medal in that tournament. 
but I was in there with the Russian and a guy from Qatar and it was me. So there was three of us that were in there and I wrestled the guy from Qatar first. So the Russian sat up in the, in the crowd. He just kind of sat back like that. He was just kind of watching the match and I was, and my coach was like, don't show him too much. Don't show him too much. Just go out there, make it quick and, and get out of there. So I was like, all right, all right. So I'm cool. I'm cool coach. He came out there. The guy came out there. I double edged, picked him up, boom, slammed and pinned him right away. Boom. And I knew he was up there looking at me. So I kind of looked back at him and he kind of looked back and it just goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then, and then after that, he was wrestling a guy from guitar. So this guy comes out there, shakes his hand, and as to Russians, have you ever seen Russians? He's like loosey goosey, like he doesn't even care. Like the guy shoots on him, he just kind of grabs him like that, pulls him up, throws him really fast, and then like lets him up really easy. And then I mean, he's doing he's it to- like toying with, with him, no effort. Yeah, like, just, like he's just like putting out a little show for me, and he's just doing it with no effort. And um. He ends up going through and then like towards the end, the guy shoots on him and he just falls to his butt and gives the guy a point and then gets up and then throws him and then pins him like nothing. <laughs> and then he raises his arm and then he kind of looks at me. Me and him wrestled. I was so amped up for this match, man. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit this guy with everything I have. As soon as I whistle both, I'm coming full force, 100%. I'm going to take the quickest, hardest shot I've ever taken before. We get out there, shake hands. I'm amped up. I'm, I'm already sweating because I'm ready. I'm into this. I shoot this shot as quick as I can. This joker moves out of the way like Ole, like a, like a bull. Like a bull. <laughs> <laughs> and just turns like that and is like still just like nonchalant. And I was like, holy <laughs> I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> so we get into it and this guy was like impossible to beat at the first. And then I hit him with something and I felt him break. He went from completely invincible to nothing like that. And it was, I hit him with the double that he tried to get out of it. And it was like, oh, like that. And boom. And then we went out and then, and then it was a break. And then I was like, coach, I think he's done. I think I may have blew his knee out or something like that. And he was like, all right. He said, no, stay ready. We go back out there second round. As soon as the whistle blows, I shoot a double leg on him. He has absolutely nothing. Double leg him, put him on his back and pin him like nothing. I don't know if Brock is like this, but when you go into battle with somebody that is that dominant, once you pull a little bit out of them and break them, hit them that breaking point, they are nothing. I'll tell you another person, Amanda Nunes. She was in that fight. World's right. greatest fighter. The minute she got that doubt in her head, zero. That's what I want to see with Brock. I don't think Brock has ever had that. I never, think, I never seen Brock to the point where he had that, like, oh, crap look on his face. I think we saw a few glimpses of it at day one when Brock was locked in the hurt lock, and you had the hands fully clasped. It was in. Had it not been for Big E, you know, breaking it up, I think the world caught a glimpse. I'm going to ask you, period, point blank, Bobby Lashley, come the Royal Rumble, are you the one who breaks Brock Lesnar? I think so. If I don't, nobody will. He, he's at that point where it's not going to be Brock Lesnar in 10 more years. Brock is limited to years now also. Even though he has a very light schedule, he's not just going to keep coming back for 20 years and turning into like these old Brock. If he, if he can't be Brock, he's not going to come back. So right now, looking at the landscape of things and who has the opportunity to actually push him to the point of breaking him, if I don't, nobody will. I said I wanted to run through a wall before, and now I'm ready to run through a cinder block. <laughs> like, I'm ready to go for the Royal Rumble. I got to ask before I let you go, Bobby, it, the, the world is watching. Everybody's clamoring. 
Brock Lesnar asked the question this past Monday night, Bobby, who, how excited are you to show him? Oh, I'm going to show everybody, man. I, I, I've been having to prove myself forever. When, 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 <laughs> let me make this personal. When Brock went into to the UFC, Brock had a gym built outside his house. They sent training partners to Brock. They gave Brock a friggin' boatload of money. It's easy to train when all you have to do is wake up, stretch, walk outside your house, go work out with your partners, have all your coaches there, walk back in, and everything like that. It's simple to do that. When I started fighting, I was flying down to Florida doing a training camp for a week, flying over to California, training with Barnett, training with Cormier, training with all these different guys, hopping around, raising three kids on my own, um, juggling a schedule that was just me. It was difficult. It wasn't just, hey, I can just roll outside my house and have everything handed to me. So this is just another one of those cases where I expect to have to prove to myself, prove myself, and I can prove myself to anyone. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to be posting some of my training videos so people can see what I do because I've, I've, I've kind of shut that down a little bit for over the past few months. But I'm going to start showing them the kind of training and everything that I go through to get prepared for a fight like this so that people will not just think, okay, you know, is Bobby at Brock's level? Bobby was at Brock's level a long time ago. I'm at a whole different level right now. And I think Brock knows that. So the same way I was saying, I looked at Brock's eyes and Brock saw that I saw that Brock didn't have a soul. Brock was looking in my eyes and he saw that I enjoyed that. And I think that scared him a little bit. So when we go the next few weeks, there's going to be a lot of training going on. But then when there's going to be a fight, there's going to be a fight. And I think leading up to this thing, there's going to be some blows thrown. Because I think right now we're respecting each other, but there's going to be a time where there's going to be some disrespect. And when disrespect happens, we're both going to have to prove ourselves. So when he says Bobby who, I'm going to say Brock who, because that's what I want to find out. I absolutely Anyone else get goosebumps a little bit? On that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. And, and and those listening, the smile disappeared for the first time in the interview. That was that was from the heart of, of the almighty. Bobby, no one's questioning it. It sounds like you're ready. I imagine Brock Lesnar is going to be ready. The whole WWE universe will be watching. We are ready for this battle that goes down at Royal Rumble. I can't wait to see it. And we just want to wish you good luck on your journey, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Vic, I, I don't know what to say, man. I mean... Bobby's a guy I've gotten to know fairly well over the last, you know, several years. We do spend a lot of time at TV and, and I've gotten to know Bobby, but I have never seen that side, that sadistic side. It was unnerving. It was disturbing to see the smile on Bobby's face as he talked about breaking another human being. Like it, it, Bobby, it, it, Bobby's a pretty cordial guy more often than not. And he never stopped by him is almost like a, a giant teddy bear, so to speak. If you actually know the, if individual. you're on the right side of him, Bobby's yeah, on the right a side. He's a great human being. He, he's an amazing person. But to know that that is in him, and to we didn't have to draw it out of him. No, nope. asked him a question, and Bobby got to let loose. And I think we are going to have a hell of a fight on our hands at the Royal Rumble. And, and if if Bobby doesn't break Brock, no one will. That's how confident Bobby is, or how. I'm I like sure. the fact he, he kept using the word fight. wasn't a match. wasn't a contest. No. Nope. Simply put, it was a fight. And if you go back in the annals of this show, you and I always talk about legitimize authenticity. You can feel the authenticity in both 
individuals this past Monday, more so now after what we just heard from Bobby. And those are two legitimate, badass human beings that could do whatever they want to whoever they want, whenever they want. And they're going to clash for the first time ever at the Royal Rumble. And I am going to be sitting ringside Salivating. to call the throwdown. My God, I'm excited already. Let's get our asses <laughs> to St. Louis. But until we arrive in St. Louis, follow us at After the Bell WWE on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find me at WWE Graves. You can find Vic at Vic Joseph WWE. Listen for free on Spotify. Just search After the Bell. Smash that follow button so you never miss an episode. We'll be back next week with more wisdom, more vitriol for WWE After the Bell.